Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton and Josh Burns. That's the wrong order. Yeah, I, I did the wrong order on purpose. Hola. Me llamo Brian. Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> I, I didn't, uh, I, I don't know what, I don't know what to do out of order. All right, there was, uh, whew. Listen, we, we took the, the week off last week to kind of go over what was going on with Comic-Con, kind of digest what was happening. But, man, there were some other things that fell through the cracks last couple weeks that we just needed to go ahead and jump into. We didn't take uh, we are gonna, week off. Well, like, in the sense of, like, there, I pocketed some things and said, oh, we'll save that for later. Oh. That'll, that'll be next week. I don't think we took the week off, but okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I understand. Oh, we definitely didn't phone it in. That, I'll say that. That's also. Speak great. for yourself, sir. <laughs> we always We always show up. For the people. Oh yeah! Oh god damn it! I knew I knew that was the gateway. I knew it was the oh yes, CJ, you cannot say my pocketed phrase without me showing up. You're only using one hand. I don't understand that. It's it's the two hand taco, the prayer approach. That <laughs> I was trying uh-huh. something new. It's, it's not, <laughs> it didn't seem to work. It's not it's not not working for you, Bane. Because you're not covering the nose either. Oh, so. yeah, well, I do not need to cover my nose all the time. <laughs> I say if we put this to a vote, this is the this is, this, this is bad Bane right here. It's not good Bane. It's not oh, good Bane. Oh, yeah, CJ. But you know why? It's, it's, it's very apropos that you shut up, Bane. Because better, CJ. <laughs> See? This is better. <laughs> That's the right way. As would break first. Does everyone hear the difference? I hope you hear the difference. Oh, uh, yes. The difference between the uh, hand cupping. <laughs> <laughs> it's very astute, CJ. This is literally why I tell people, I if this is you your... I found my imposter, CJ. Well done. <laughs> this is why I tell people, this is your first episode. Go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. This way you can kind of get a little bit of these inside jokes that go on, like Bane returning... Uh, uh, and you yes. can ease your way into this conversation. Bane suggests you start on episode 152. Bane does not know what episode this is, but I'm sure it's delightful. Does, does Bane refer to himself in the third person? He does now. Bane does whatever but, he feels like. By the way, just, just, for the refer- just for reference, I do know episode 152 is uh, Cord Cutting, Samsung, Superhero Fatigue, and Deadpool 2. So... Enjoy that episode. You merely adopted the third person. <laughs> it was part of So let's get into the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, in a segment that we call Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Uh, starting with this, uh, Josh Burns, you are a, a frequent flyer, sir. Yes, yes, I, I am indeed. And I'm sure that you've seen a, a bajillion and a half uh, airplane safety videos. Uh, I have. Indeed. And they are loaded with a few things, obviously uh, some helpful information as uh, put your air mask on before helping others around you, because you will pass out. Uh, some kind of celebrity cameo and someone always trying to make a joke. Well, I, I, I think it's I think it's hit a peak at, at, at one point here. Turkish Airlines has included the Lego franchise, the you know, the Lego movies, Lego Batman and the Lego movies all into their wonderful airplane safety video. This was wonderful. It Did was delightful. No, it was delightful. It made me want to fly Turkish Airlines. I don't know where they fly to. I'm assuming to Turkey. Them. I'm assuming Turkey. It would be the logical the Turkish Airlines. They should 
Hi there. But it was it was very nice. It was refreshing. And it uh I would kind of what I watched it more than once. I'll say that. I wasn't even on a plane. I watched it more than it once. It was pretty amusing. Not gonna lie. Pretty amusing. That video is awesome. There, there's two things though. Number one, it, it's it's very it's no coincidence that this is coming because they are going to return to the green though wow. They're going to return to the big screen on February eighth of twenty nineteen. So like it's it's time to like start some some hype again. But the second thing I noticed were that that wasn't Chris Pratt. No, it was not at Bradley all. Banks, right? Nope. No, none of those. No, yeah, it wasn't Will Arnett. Yeah. Right? No, none of them. Very, but, very but good impersonators. Whoever did the Batman really did sound like Will Arnett. So. Well, it's not yeah. hard to be gravelly and. Really? Really? It's not. Please, sir. I uh, I would love to hear. Oh, your I'm not. I'm not Batman. a voiceover guy. I can't. Oh, okay. I'm not that guy. But like, I'm sure you could figure it out. Give, give me some time. That's for what. It. That's exactly what I'm fucking saying. I just said it's not that hard. You could figure it out. Okay. Uh, so listen, I highly recommend you uh, go to the show notes and go check this out. It's definitely uh, definitely worth watching. You'll get a nice chuckle out of it. Really? <laughs> really? 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 But listen, the real thing I wanted to... The, really thi- the, the one thing I, I really do want to talk about in Cape Talk was uh, an article that Brian found, which, uh, man, this this article so, spoke true. So let, let me let me preface this a little bit, because uh, this week we got the, the Venom trailer that they showed at Comic-Con. Um, yeah. I forget when, what, like three days ago we got it? Yeah, sure. And and we're going to get to our thoughts in a second, I'm sure, because I have many. Yes. But I found this article, and the headline says, trailer, Venom looks like a remake of Catwoman and other red flags. And I said, listen, listen, Forbes, I don't know what shoddy journalism this is, but... I wasn't happy with the trailer, but it's not like Catwoman. And then I read it does not have a sexy Halle Berry in it for sure. It does not have a sexy Halle Berry in it. But here's what it does have. In the first two paragraphs, my brain just melted. And I'm going to read them to you real fast if that's okay. Are, oh, please. Are, are we, okay. So, oh, yes, I love being read to. Let's do this. So, uh the second paragraph of this article describes the Catwoman movie. Uh, being as the it was released 14 we- weeks ago, uh, sorry, excuse me, 14 years ago, it was about a young woman who discovers evidence of corporate malfeasance, gets chased out of the building in a scenario that leads her to apparent death and revival via cats. Sans any reference yeah, to Batman like or Gotham cats City, bit her until she yeah, came back I, to life. Right. Yep. Sans yeah. any bet reference to Batman or Gotham City, Patience Phillips indulges herself herself in her inner id in the form of a new feline vigilante identity while romancing a cop with a business interest, interest in Patience and a business interest in Catwoman. She eventually saves the day from the diabolical doings of Sharon Stone's cosmetic company. This film, i.e. Venom, at a glance seems to concern a disgraced journalist, Eddie Brock, who uncovers evidence of corporate malfeasance, gets chased out of a building, and then gets infected by a symbiote from the evil company that allows him to indulge his dark side to become an avenging anti-hero. Yeah. It's the same movie. I uh I was with you on like who the hell and Forbes like got that. And then I read it too. It was like, oh. Uh, I don't know if right. I just like have that much love for the character of Venom or I just did not remember the Catwoman remake. You at all. just didn't remember the the Catwoman remake. The Ugh. other thing I found too was the uh the the Twitter account that had put googly eyes on on Venom. Yeah, uh, and that. that was all I see. What was it a remake? Oh, cat! Well, did Earth was, did Earth get to a movie? No, no, no. I, I I misspoke. It was just a Catwoman movie. I mean, it wasn't good. It was uh, I don't remember much of it. I didn't remember Sharon Stone was in it for sure. Yeah, she's the bad girl. I didn't uh, n- with special makeup that makes her skin unbreakable. 
I remember that part. Okay. Jesus, so like that's a, okay, that's very strange. Um Tom Hardy clearly a bigger actor uh than Halle Berry ever was, even at her at her peak. So I disagree with you. Come on. She's an Oscar winner. She's in like a gajillion things, especially in that time She's an that Oscar time winner frame. for the crappy movie with Billy Bob Thornton. Who cares about whether or not it was crappy? She won an Oscar. It's still crappy. It was a crappy and she movie. Was huge she was an Oscar winner for an anal sex scene, essentially. <laughs> she was huge in 2004. I I, I normally am, am with you, Brian, uh, but I, I, I am actually with Josh on this one. I don't think Tom Hardy the, is bigger than Halle Berry was. The of her popularity was Swordfish. Yes. And it was because of one scene. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Do we want to talk about the trailer? Listen, the third trailer, they put more white stuff in his suit. The suit looks, I mean, like, not the suit, the symbiote looks better. And um, the joke the story the still looks terrible. like trash. The, yeah, the, the joke, still, uh, I mean, who's, yeah, but I mean, who, oh, yeah. who's not going to see it on their A-list uh, account? Yes, well, we'll right, all right. see it's it. It's going to be free. We'll see it. I am contractually obligated to see it. Because it's, it's not a question. I don't of, need to be happy right. about it. <laughs> Like Teen Titans go to the movies. And I still don't think I'm going to see Venom at all. And I know for a fact I'm never going to see Carnage in this movie. Yeah. Except for maybe a stinger after the credits. Yeah, I agree with that, too. All right. All right. But what about Teen Titans go to the movies? I would what love to it? hear how that went, by the way, because I, I know that you went with Clan Burns. Well, uh, and, and my son sat on the other, like, I was next to Brian, and Christian was on the other side. So I have no idea what conversations may or may not have been <laughs> happening over there. He was very attentive. The I think he said one thing to me, and I can't even remember what he said. He doesn't he? Doesn't talk. He watches movies. Good, good. Get after my own heart. Um, but I will say this: I kept on looking over at him to see when I'm supposed to laugh because <laughs> I was just like, "Is this wow. is this funny, kid?" I, it was. There were more. There was more filler in that movie than like South Park. You know what I mean? Like it was just. It was just nonsensical songs, and then there were some funny parts, not many. Um, the, the story was kind of shit. Nicolas Cage was all right, um, but overall, like the, my, the best part of it was the Teen Titans at, at in the cutscene at the very end. Like, oh, they might be coming back. <laughs> that was I, got I mean that was cool that was very cool I thought um, the Stan Lee cameo was pretty yeah okay wait, Stan, wait 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 Stan, Stan Lee had, had a cameo two, in two, two, two cameos two cameos what? in this yeah it was pretty funny I, I wow there were some deep cuts there were some like deep comic book cuts in it that I was like ah challengers of the unknown nobody in the theater gets that reference but me okay <laughs> great but other than that I mean it was. It was a Teen it Titans was, Go movie. It was it, it was like it was like if the Animaniacs were superheroes. Is it is was the an only way I can experience were the waffles referenced? Movie. Did they mention yes, it the was, waffles were referenced? Yeah, of course the waffles were referenced, and then afterward there was brunch. Okay, good. Yeah, that was good. And which some of us had waffles. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad at least it went well. The experience was fine. It was with the Burns clan, so I enjoyed myself. <laughs> it was It was a shitty movie. The Bernstons went to a shitty movie is what happened. Well then, uh, since we're talking about movies, let's let's do this. Let's talk about the the world of movies and TV in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. And uh we're starting with uh I think what is the the final nail in the coffin? The final nail in the coffin for Movie Pass, RIP. Uh, that movie pass, well, as we talked about last week, was shut down, and I had to pay to see Skyscraper. I had to pay. <laughs> and then I went to go see Mission Impossible, 
And it was like grayed out. They were just like, uh, the only time this happened before was when I went to go see Red Sparrow, but I could go to another theater. Is when they were fighting with AMC. I could go to another theater and see it, and I did. But there was no way to see Mission Impossible with with that. And I looked at Movie Pass today. There's only two movies I can see with my Movie Pass. To which I said, "Okay, well, this is officially uh, over." And is then you one, get the news. Is one Ferdinand? I you know I I, I don't know, but uh, I, I I I stopped caring once I saw it wasn't anything. I good. am shocked that Brian doesn't have like a giant sign saying "I told you so." Told you. Listen, here's the deal. I read the I I rode this train for such a long you time. Did. You did. More than you did. You stuck with it, and you extracted every uh, every red cent that you could and, you cheap bastard and the only money that i spent was from like a vc firm and guess what i'm not crying that i spend vc money at all but here's what they did this is what they did they came out and they said hey listen we're, we're sorry for uh not telling you what was going sorry. on sorry we're sorry but here's what we're doing now we're gonna up the cost from ten dollars a month to 14.95 and uh major releases are gonna be two weeks after they're in the theaters to which i said fuck you it's time to get amc a list and i subscribe tonight uh, and i will be using it uh tomorrow uh it, it is done i still have the movie pass because i have the annual plan so my price doesn't change i don't have peak pricing so if i take a family member or somebody else with the movies and i can use it i will but uh it's over uh they they had to borrow five million dollars right they, they they are cutting the availability of your movies now and they are upping the price so nope Remember when AMC A-List like got announced like three months ago and they were all like, oh, yeah, we're so much better because oh, we, yeah. can, we have access to more theaters. <laughs> AMC but was now like, they have access to none of the movies. We figured out what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and we're implementing. Yeah, like right right. And the app, too, is buggy. Like right now I'm, I'm loading MoviePass and it says there are no movie screenings at this time. And I guess maybe because it's <laughs> no funny. movies for anyone forever. Maybe, maybe it's 10 o'clock. Maybe that's the OK. That's the reason because it's 10 o'clock. There's no more screenings for the day. But um, yeah, not good. And they sent a, an email to everybody. You know what's wonderful about A-List? Yeah, I, can, that I can reserve yeah. a ticket like six Listen, days in advance. Way ahead of time. Way there's ahead no of time. Need, there's no need to sell A-List. That we, I don't. I don't have to follow MoviePass's advice we're, and please check availability before I leave for the theater. That's the best part, right there. They sent an email and they asked you, "Hey, listen, before you leave, just make sure you can actually go see the movie." To which I said, "No, this is what this is what I was promised." The hell with you. So it's over. It was a great ride. Uh, again, I stole a bunch of venture capital money, and I feel real bad for my friend Rob, who just got the movie pass as a gift last month. Ah. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, dude. Sorry, not sorry. But anyway, listen, the stock went down almost uh, 40%. Did you give him the gift? Did you give him that gift? Because that's a terrible gift. You knew this was dying. I didn't give it to him. It was not me. No, no, no. I I would never do that. So uh, it's over. Movie pass. Listen, I had a blast. I saw a shit ton of movies on your Is this the part where we we all learned a valuable lesson that you learned throughout movie pass? No, I'm just saying this is great. Thanks for the memories. I appreciate it. I feel like Green Day's, you know, time of your life no green day i was gonna ever. do i will no green day you. ever i will remember you oh that's even worse all right you know it's even worse man all right hold on let me get this voice on all right <clears throat> whoa man there's some bogus production problems on bill and ted three and it may not be happening what is anyone surprised by the fact that bill and ted three may be having some problems is the problem that Keanu Reeves is too much of a badass now to be doing Bill and Ted? That that probably is the problem. 
Like he forgot how not to act. Yeah, like he 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 forgot. You know, like back then he was actually just being him, and he can't figure. He he lost that. He lost. Oh my god! What if John Wick three is a backdoor to Bill and Ted (laughs) three? What if he's just you know like at the end of John Wick three he gets into his magic time booth and disappears? I'd lose my mind. Gonna get that dog, man. Going back. Yeah, you go uh, back he said the dog. Keanu Reeves said, quote, I really love the characters, and I think we have a great story to tell. Part of it is business stuff, financing, rights, deals, nothing creatively. He said and then took a sip of his tea. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, it's probably not going to happen. That's fine. Can you make a million more John Wick movies, please? Just a million more of them. Just don't stop making those. Yeah, movies. make all the John Wick movies. Just, just keep going until I, at some point I'm dead, and then when I'm dead, you can stop making them because I won't be alive to appreciate them. And and that's it. Well, well, speaking, Keanu speaking of is immortal, so it's true he is. Speaking of movies that you know we love and want to see and 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 think are a certain thing, uh, Bruce Willis was roasted. Yes, he was over the last few days, and at the very end of the roast. Oh, yes. I don't know if you've seen this, but Bruce Willis emphatically stated that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a fucking Bruce Willis movie. Now, I don't think those two are mutually exclusive, so I'm going to still consider it a Christmas movie. But I get what he was going for. And I thought if if you haven't seen the roast, go watch it. It was pretty funny. You don't have to see the whole roast. You can just watch the end. Yeah. Watch the highlights. Yeah. I don't need to hear how. uh Edward Norton was bashing Marvel during that time, too. Yeah, I read the articles. I'm- I wanted to make a movie that was as good as the worst Chris Nolan movie goes. So, you know, fuck Marvel. All right. Oh, you're super butthurt. I mean, it's just a roast. Like. Face value. Yeah, for, for him. Like, why? Like, why is he bringing that up? Because it's a roast and you can say whatever you want. But make He's brought fun it of, up multiple times since. It, make it's, fun it's of, 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 like, cop out. Like, make fun of that stuff. Like, don't, like stupid whatever i didn't hate cop out uh i didn't hate cop out i really disliked it but i didn't hate it you know what i did hate i hated alf i'm, I'm on record I'm no on record. yeah i didn't like alf either Not i thought it was alf dumb fan. i don't like well, any any anything that eats cats why are you eating um, cats yes sign me up Ugh, i knew you would be on board for this because you have too many cats so the alf would cats. help you with your cats problem he doesn't have too many cats the ratio of cats to males is very low in the palatial estate oh uh, i forgot to take that into consideration yeah but listen this is just uh, another thing of tv apparently doesn't want to do any more original ideas and just reboot everything i hear you laura burns is getting it's getting it's getting intense it's getting too much alf alf for Warner Brothers TV. Does Warner Brothers TV mean the CW? Am I going to see Alf it, on the CW? It could mean the CW or it could also mean CBS. Ugh, well, go to CBS. Stay the hell away from the CW. Alf. Alf will somehow be in the Arrowverse if he's on CW. They'll make that tie in somehow. Oh, that would be fantastic. Really? You want to see Cisco work with a puppet? Is that what no, you want to see? No, but I, I think it would be funny to think about. Why are they describing, like, they use the word titular to describe Alf. And I just think it's it's a poor choice of adjective. Sorry, I'm it just the the word jumped out and smacked me right in the face, and I went, "That's not the right word." Is, is it what what would be the right word? <sighs> I don't know, nominal, marginal. I don't, you know anything. This is like it's the like, show is called Alf. I, I know, I, I right, but like they're they're saying essentially he's like just he's an honorary 
head of the show, even though the show is called Alf, it's really about the family. So I get what they're saying, right? But I don't like the word. Well, and as as someone who appreciates language, this particular journalist I think is shit. And what I'm hearing too is editor of Variety, get the hell out of here. Let Josh do this. Sorry. Step aside. Sorry, guys. Step aside. Sorry. I didn't mean to take it sideways. I know Brian's waiting for Alf to eat cats. Uh, I watched one episode of this and I pulled the ripcord and that was as a child. I was yeah, like, duh. no, I remember enjoying it as a child. Not saying I need it back. I, I don't need it back as a child. What were you like five when the show ended? He was, was very advanced for his dude. Age. It was running reruns yeah, all that, throughout. That me thing was on oh, they ran reruns of this piece of shit oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Like wasn't this part of like the the like the NBC like uh like blockbuster week of shows, right? And they they highlighted Alf and it was terrible. No. Okay. You say it was terrible, but it was a very popular show. I mean, uh, popular it, 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 it had five seasons. It had five exclusive. seasons. I don't know how popular it was. It had five seasons. It was it was really five popular. seasons is syndicated. Yeah, it was really popular. Don't deny the success of the show. Just the show is was bad. I'm denying bad both the success and the validity and quality wow. of the show. All right, denying. I'm a I'm a denier. You'd be wrong on all accounts. This is a topic that I know Brian doesn't care uh, about one iota, and I don't. Give I will a shit. lean back in my chair for this bullshit. And I don't care because Josh Stephen Moffat is bringing his wonderful nonlinear narratives to HBO for the Time Traveler's Wife series. Now, listen, I know the Time Traveler's Wife may not be your favorite movie or franchise or idea, but Stephen Moffat telling a nonlinear story on HBO, that should just be enough. Like, who cares what the the IP is attached to that? That sounds awesome. Um, And I need your thoughts. Well, I mean, having never seen the Time Traveler's Wife... um, how How about I sell you with Rachel McAdams and Eric Bama? Uh, n- nope. Hard, hard, okay. pa- hard pass on Eric Bana. All right, that's fine. Except for that poker movie with uh, uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, whoever played his father. But, poker, I barely even know her. Oh, that's funny. Um, I am on board for Stephen Moffat doing an HBO series for sure. He said he said when he wrote the Doctor Who episode, uh, "The Girl in the Fireplace," it was actually a response to the novel, "The Time Traveler's Wife." And then when the character, when the author, a uh, girl wrote, in the fireplace was a species trying to break through. Yeah, from but there was, another plane. Right. Is was that the topic of the time? There travel? is some of ugh, things get wibbly wobbly, timey wimey very quickly in the time traveler's life. There, Josh. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it didn't didn't seem to me like that was the plot. Uh, a species trying to break through and kill all of humanity. There was at one point the a father trying to that were powered through. by gasoline. Yeah, I get that. The, the father trying to break through a, a dimension in order to see the daughter that he never got to see because he died. Spoilers on Time Traveler's Wife, but and also inter, was, and also Interstellar, apparently. right? Uh, yeah, but that was before that. This is no, I, I get it. No, I get it. I get it. So, um, uh, really, uh, listen. I, I'm intrigued. I liked Time Traveler's Wife. Surprise, I like the Time Traveler's Wife. Is, is that shocking to anybody but the new listeners? No. Uh, no and, and I love Moffat, and I love HBO. So I, I do love Stephen Moffat, and HBO generally can do no wrong. I'm on board. So, there. Uh, hey, Brian, I, I've got a topic to, to reel you back in. Maybe, the, maybe this will work. Let me cast this line. Let me see if this works. Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Huh? 
Oh, he's Thor. All right, you set up. Well, he's Tessa a lot Thompson. of things, but yeah, he's definitely Thor. Tess, Tessa Thompson is is also Valkyrie. In, in many she's things, Valkyrie. But she's Valkyrie. Valkyrie. I know. I know. Well, she's they're uh, they're pulling a Barty Stinson. They're suiting up for the Men in Black reboot. That's all you had to say. I don't think it's a reboot. I actually think it's a continuation. Continuation. Yeah, I'm no, not, I, I don't. I don't think they need to reboot it. Oh. I don't think so either. The, the IP itself lends for I think they can take new what, agents all I the think time. they can take what J and K did and move move forward, right? J could be the new Zed. Zed. He could be the new Zed. That's what I'm saying. He shows up in two scenes and that's it. Well, so could K. Well, yeah, either one of them could show up again. I'd rather see Tommy Lee Jones. Whichever. I don't as care. As the new Zed. Either way. Not Will Smith. I'm on board. Too young I to be I guess you're right because... Emma Thompson was in Men in Black 3, wasn't she? She yes, was. She sure she was. was. Oh. So maybe it isn't a reboot. But there's some other stars that have been attached. And the only one that means anything is uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's attached to the new Men in Black movie. Did someone is take his alien? daughter? With Kamel Nanjani as well, which I think is the other, uh, the only other person. Did an knows. alien steal his daughter? I'm sure at some uh, or, point. Or is Liam taken. Neeson an alien whose daughter has been kidnapped? Oh, he'd be oh. fierce. He's yeah. got. He possesses a certain set of skills. He does, and now they're intergalactic skills, right? <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a listen. There's just a, a screenshot of them on monitor. So like, it's nothing crazy to. to so we're to, not going to see a new Zed. Emma Thompson's gonna gonna reprise. Oh, who knows? I don't think that. No, I, she's in the charge. Who, she's in charge. Yeah, but wasn't okay. I guess you're right. She's in charge. She'll 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 be in charge, and she'll be O, and then we'll have. We'll have Thor and Valkyrie as agents, which are amazing and funny together. And and there's right. a ton of chemistry there. And J and K can be fucking off somewhere and show up in one scene. Like, oh, man. If fine. they showed up in a scene, I would shit my pants. Me too. On purpose, actually. I'd force it out. <laughs> I'd force it out. If it wasn't ready to come hey, out, I'd force it out. Dear Patreon members, we are not making that one of our movies because I'm not sitting next to a man that does that. <laughs> Just not doing it. Like, uh, like, 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 what's his name? Tuco's uncle in that scene from right. Breaking Bad. Yes, in the scene from Breaking Bad. That yes. would be what I would do. That's gross. On, I, on I, purpose. Hey, uh, guess what? June 14th, 2019? Uh, I'm busy. Whatever it is, I'm, I, I have that thing. You know that thing I told you about? I have that thing. I'm busy I, sitting next to a man pooping his pants. Uh, June 14th, 2000, that's, that is close enough to my birthday where I can say... Hey guys, for my birthday, I want everybody to go see Men in Black. Ah, and you'll have no choice because I call birthday dibs. <laughs> birthday dibs. I have no right. argument for that. Fuck. Well, good news is I got like a year to think of my way out of this. So, and buy a mask or something. <laughs> Why? Hold on. Why am I buying a mask? In case I shit myself on purpose right next to you. So I can disguise myself. The mask is very useful in black and smells. I'm sure you can't smell anything with that thing on your face. No, CJ, I've lost all sense of smell Uh, because I was born in darkness. I guess it's true. There's nothing to smell but darkness. (laughs) (laughs) My, uh, for, (laughs) I I have no segue. I'm just going to move right on. Our next topic uh, has a a comment that is uh, 100% accurate to it. Uh, New sleeve. Who dis? Because Altered Carbon has gotten renewed for a second season, which will now be starring Anthony Mackie. Good. I didn't watch the first season. You should. I it's know. Good. I know I should. It's, um, it's good. It seems 
it seems a bit heavy, and I, I wasn't yes uh, at any point in the mood for that. So if I get in the mood for something heavy, I will watch that. However, uh, the changing from uh, what's his name, Rick Flag to to Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, to Falcon here. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, and I mean, the, the whole concept allows you to just change the main actor every, every, single, every time single time if you yeah. want. We talked about this when it it's, first came out. It's a it? little bit like, like Doctor Who. You just change the actor, but it's not the like the, the character doesn't change. Character, same thing. Yep. So Same, same psyche, thing. same everything. Yeah, so uh, I'm on board for that. I... Uh, I liked Altered Carbon. I, I had some problems with it, but I liked it. Uh, and oh, I really enjoyed it. I'm very excited to see season two. I think that's kind of. I think you can work some kinks out of the system at that point, and, and just make it a great show and, and a 100 must watch for everybody. Because there are some people. I'm like, you won't enjoy Altered Carbon. Just just move on with your life. It's it's not for you. But uh, if you get it right, it it could be one of those shows that everyone talks about on Netflix. So very interested to see what they do. So last. So last year, there were rumors of a Judge Dredd TV show. Didn't we talk about that? I think we did. And, like, I know... Um, it was a year ago. You know what, listener? Go back to episode, like, no. I don't know, 89 and, and, and tell me if we talked about it. Well, we're at 162. Just subtract 52 from that. Okay. Uh, 110. Go back to episode 110. Maybe 109. Who knows? In that general vicinity. Forget my comment about starting at 152 earlier. <laughs> started this one. Start at this one and let me but know. But if you listen to 152 and you came back to listen to this one, I'm so sorry. We have some more homework for you, and I apologize. Um, I think on 152 we just trashed Samsung a bunch. I think that's what we did for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it was it was uh, about cord it was cutting, cord cutting Samsung and yeah. trashing Samsung more. Yeah, pretty pretty much what it was. So look, Judge Dredd. Uh, the first one wasn't good, and the second one wasn't good. And the first one was um, amazingly one- bad. Was right, really it was good. So bad, it was good. It, was it went so all bad, the way around. Good. The second one great. was awesome. It wasn't awesome. I did it not was see the even one. even Lena Lena. What's her name? Lena Headley. Headley. What's her name? Hedy? Lena Headley. Headley. Couldn't Hedy. save it. Couldn't save it. No matter how sexy it was she a great was. Movie as a badass like underworld gangster boss. Super sexy. Super well, sexy. Wrong. The reason I'm bringing it up is apparently the show has completed a pilot script. And two full seasons are planned out. Great. This needs to be on like Netflix or HBO. What channel is what I want to know. It needs to be on one of, like a network where there can be a lot of cursing and blood and violence and yeah, it's death. The only way, only way, kind of goes. Uh, yes, I, I'd be on board for Netflix or HBO. I'd be on board for Cinemax too, but I still wouldn't watch it. So I would. Give me, yeah. yeah. Give, give Brian and- all the Judge Dread. And and here's the, the the other part about it. Carl Urban has not been confirmed nor denied about reprising the role. Like they they haven't said no, but they haven't said yes. So that's still kind of up in the air. That maybe because he I think he really enjoyed that property. Like he, he had a, really enjoyed it. He had a real big attachment to it. So I know he would probably champion himself to to reprise the role. Uh, yeah, he's not doing anything right now, is he? Let's do it. Let's do uh, it. No, I don't. I don't think so. I Carl, think Star just, just be Judge Dredd. Just, just, uh, just do it. Just They're do not it. doing another Star Trek. I don't think. I don't think Star Trek's on track. I don't even think anything's. The, uh, they, they are. They're doing a Star Trek four. But even if they are, he can film that in the off season. Come yeah, on, that's true. Come on, Josh. It's not doing a film lot. Star Trek in the off season. Yeah, it seems like to be on seems like a bigger months. priority than this piece. Of they shit. just need to him to him go. I'm, I'm a doctor. Damn it, not a insert. Has nothing to do with priority. He legitimately just needs to be on set for like two months. He can film a TV show at the same time. People do it all the time. Yeah, duh. Like, come on, Josh. 
How do you not especially, know that? Especially if it's like one of these 10, 13 episodes HBO uh, Netflix series. As a, as a representative of Mr. Fox, he clearly knows what goes into a shooting schedule. Yes, I, I know. I, Mr. Fox has a very, very uh, tight schedule between all of his uh, TV shows. I mean, he's got the Shazam show, Can You Beat Shazam, that he films on a regular basis, Wait. as well as the movies that he does. Sorry, hold on. That's, a, that's my flash flood warning. I'm sorry, he has a show called Can You Beat Shazam? Yeah, it's a game show. On what network? I don't remember what network it's on, but it's legitimately named that tune. Only Shazam's also trying to name that tune. And uh, I actually, I actually know a guy who interviewed to be on the show. It's hosted by Jamie Fox. Um, so I, I work with this guy. <clears throat> he and his buddy did the whole like application process, interview process. They fell just short and got a recall for the next season. So. They're going to interview yeah, again. Yeah, Mr. Fox was very impressed with their uh, their prowess. They're going to interview again. Is, is he um, a coin flip bimbo? And is here's the thing. Is? Here's But here's the thing. I should interview to be on that show. I can beat Shazam most of the time. Do you have to sing part of the lyrics like that show with Wayne? No, Brady, man. You just have to listen and you just get, have to listen and say. You have to beat Shazam to the punch, right? So I, I think... I think when it's in your wheelhouse, you would have no problem. But if they put on some like Rihanna pop song bullshit, I love Rihanna. Lost. Love Rihanna. I know a ton of pop because I have an eight year old daughter. So like all that R- Rihanna, Demi Lovato, all, like Cardi B, all this bullshit that people listen. Your daughter to, listens to Cardi B. Anything that's on, if it's on, if it's on Kiss FM one hundred four one or or the New York one, the whatever that. 101 whatever it is they the, both my kids listen to all that shit so i listen to all that shit here here's what i'm here's what i'm sensing uh i obviously have to get some song together and we have to test this theory in a couple weeks agreed so uh i don't know how we're gonna skirt copyright for all those songs but we're gonna figure it out i'm gonna get the logistics uh nailed down uh patrons if you're on patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and you're you're a patron of ours i would love to hear what you think could beat Josh Burns? Yeah, stump the Schwab. Go ahead, stump him. I want to hear what it is. Uh, moving on though, uh, he, this was something I was kind of sad to read. Josh, you have talked uh, and kind of been a, a nice champion for some of the ambassador. Wow, let me try this again. Josh, you kind of been some an ambassador for Amazon Prime Video setup for getting pilots greenlit, which is greenlit. I did it again. Are you talking about pilot season? Amazon pilot season? Yes, Josh, no, you, you've been a you big champion of. Pirate season. I'm done. Pirate season. Arg. Arg. I'm just keeping it in. Shiver me timbers. I do love me some pirate season. I've kept it in. I'm trying to say, get Josh. Me, get me some plunder. Josh, you like the way that Amazon d- does pilots, where the people I'm vote. Plundering the seas with Amazon. They make one episode, and then and then the people go, I like that. And then you like that. And, and, now, and now they're not doing that anymore. Well, and I can see why they don't do that. Because essentially... If you produce a show and put it out there, it's likely that Prime Video watchers will just watch it, right? Instead of you putting all the money into producing one episode and people go, I don't like this at all. But if you had done 10 episodes, they would have watched all 10 and said, I don't like this at all. But you just watched all 10 anyway. Right. So, like, here's the thing. Come out of uh, Prime season were things like Sneaky Pete, um... Uh, uh, One Mississippi by Tig Notaro, which I loved. The marvelous um, Miss Maisel. Man in the High Castle. I didn't watch the Miss Maisel thing. Um, the but Tick. 
the tick, the tick came out of prime prime uh, pilot season. Like there's just, there's been a bunch of good stuff. And I think Jack Ryan is kind of a product of that as well. Well, no, Jack Ryan was the one show that went straight to series. No, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying is the impetus for producing a show like gotcha. Jack Ryan came from the success of what they've done during pilot season. Look, Sneaky right. Pete. No, still nobody knows about Sneaky Pete. Yeah, and then you I, tell people about Sneaky Pete and they're like, holy shit, this is amazing. And and speaking of which, it got renewed for a third season. So we are officially getting a third season of Sneaky Pete. Brian, what do you think about the fact that what do you think about this change? Though? What do you think that the fact that it's it's going to be just kind of like a normal setup? Is, is this about time or is this taking away something unique from Amazon? Brian gives no nah. shits. I, you don't watch don't Amazon, so I know you don't give a shit. It's not that I don't give any shits. I, I would like to use my Amazon more often if the menu was navigatable. Oh, it um, is the worst. It is the worst the interface. Worst interface ever. No matter what, um, cert, no matter what box you have. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't think there's anything being taken away from it. I think if they should do more original programming because what I've seen, I've enjoyed. Right. It's just. It's just not as easy to use as Netflix. Yeah, I'm sorry. I agree. If everything could be as easy to use as Netflix, I would watch everything all the time. Nothing's as easy to use as Netflix. Like even HBO is dog shit. Yeah, HBO's know, bad. Hulu's bad. Yeah. The Roku channel. I can navigate awful. Hulu a little bit easier. It's still not great. No, Hulu's the second best. Yes. Yeah. But it's like it's like Netflix and then a, a 50 ga- other gaps. A, a, a right. gaping chasm. <laughs> and then Hulu. Right. And then another gaping chasm. Right. And then everything else. Right. I agree. So, Ripley's uh, gaping chasm <laughs> is what's in there. Paul Castillo, that's for you, buddy. It's for you. Well, since we're done talking about the world of movies, it is my favorite segment. I like to go around the internet. I love to find the weird and the obscure. Then I ask these gentlemen for a tech perspective. Now, before anybody yells at me, let me finish my sentence for this topic. Boop, 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 boop. You're, a fir- you're just going to try to set up a topic in here. <laughs> now, now, listener, <laughs> what, I, what I need to... Still... I like when he goes, like, part Wookiee. <laughs> my favorite part is after the... <laughs> There was smoke coming out of your mouth because you were vaping while you were doing that. So it was like it was like it's like if my modem caught fire. And that's why I made the cuckoo. That's my that was dialing attempt 15 out of five. That is my favorite part. It's always my favorite. So my uh, before anyone yells at me, hear me out. No, no one's yelling. uh, You're just going to be yelling. No one's yelling yet. Why do you think we're yelling, CJ? Parents are hiring Fortnite coaches to help their children level up and become better Fortnite players. So before everybody else, the reason they're doing this is for a couple things. Number one is they need to make their kids better at it because they get ridiculed when they suck at Fortnite, which is the obvious part. But just like you would for a a baseball coach, a dance coach, a vocal lesson, or any of those fine things, there's money and scholarships on the line for kids who are good at Fortnite. So people are paying about $10 to $20 an hour for these coaches so that they can be better at Fortnite, all in the name of scholarships. Where was this when I was in high school? This is what I could have used. Mm. Okay. I just, I'm just hoping we, my mom listens to this and hires a Fortnite coach for me. If there's like, <laughs> if, if, if it's a thing that can 
make a child more successful, more marketable, and it requires a coach, I'm okay with it. Can can you help me out just on on one thing? Yeah, what's that? Um, what is Fortnite? Here's what I know about. Here's all I know about Fortnite. Please, there are dances. Yes, there are. There are dances. There are dances. And I know that my son does one of those dances basically as he's idly standing about. (laughs) And if you've seen it, if you watch any group of, let's say, nine to 15 year olds standing around in a circle talking to each other, they will just be while talking idly doing this dance. Yeah. I don't understand it. I think it's ridiculous. But beyond the dance, I have no idea. What Brian, Fortnite is. Please uh, hand this man his tech perspective and explain Fortnite to him. Behind you explain it, Brian. <laughs> could you uh could you tell me whether or not I'm gonna hate it? Because if I am, let's just not talk about it. Well, I I can't I can't weigh in on whether you're gonna hate it or not. It, it's very simple. It is a uh online um battle the the type of game is called a battle royale game where just a hundred people drop into a place and last man standing wins. That's all it is. So you, you throw ju- guys over the top rope, and there's, then the it, last guy no in range. the ring. Open, open field. It's an thing. open, open field. You open, said battle you royale. My only reference is WWE. Yeah, okay, no. not like that. You drop in with nothing. You have to cultivate items and weapons and things like that, and you fight each other. Last man standing wins. It's like Call and of there's Duty, also some building of forts. You find weapons and kill each other, and uh, so it's the Hunger Games. In- yes. And the video the, game, the field shrinks. Oh, I gets, I have just validated my decision not to let my children play this game. <laughs> right, and it's available on uh, Xbox, PlayStation, iPhones, P- now, Nintendo Switch. Everyone, let me let me let me let play. me let me also qualify my statement here. Uh, it's it's for me. It's about not wanting my children to think of the world as uh, kill or be killed, uh, strongest survive type place. I, I don't want that. However, comma. I believe strongly that the skill set needed to succeed in an environment like that is totally marketable in the defense of our country. So while all these kids are getting scholarships, they will be recruited. Oh yeah. Right. And that, and that's what I want. I want, I want the best and most talented strategists defending me. That's what I want. I'm totally behind this 100%, but right. not for my children. I feel like if you've ever read Ernest Klein's uh, uh, Armada book. Or if you actually watched the 1988 classic, The Last Starfighter. Yes, that too. Uh, I've done neither of those. You'll understand that uh, that's probably what is happening in one day. It'll, it'll the Last Starfighter. It seems like Ender's Game to me. Uh, similar premise, except the last starfighter is about a kid who played, who got really good at this game. It was the only person who, who beat this game. And it turns out that it was placed there as a recruitment, uh, opportunity for an intergalactic space battle that he gets recruited Listen, into. As far as I'm concerned, that's all these games are, right? All esports is just recruiting for spec ops. That's you hear all that, it TD? is. You hear that? That's what your job is. Your job is to videotape all that stuff. So that and I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine with parents identifying a special talent and coaching that talent into, into a career that they will make a lifetime of. I am super okay with that, especially when it comes in defense of my freedom. That's I'm all about that. And look, I look, that's what this tell me that's not what this is. 
Like, I, I can't, but I, I assume you're right. I'm assuming everyone would be really good at drone fighting very quickly. That's exactly what I'm like. I just want people who are smart and good with strategy to elevate that skill set and do bigger things with it. Is That's there all. is there a reason there's now three black vans parked outside of my house? Is there a particular reason why, uh, why there? Beyond your off off microphone proclivities, no, I don't know. <laughs> All right, because my NK Ultra training was kicking in, saying that's a bad sign right there. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're trained to hunt you, so uh, yeah. they probably you know what it is. Probably a bunch of kids who are good at Fortnite sitting outside my house, and when and since they're waiting, they're probably doing those dances. These are some crazy dances, and I was in like <laughs> I spend some time in parking lots from time to time because I have to like you know go into places and then make notes and things of that nature. And you'd be surprised how often you you see kids just idly standing by doing Fortnite dances. And I only know the Fortnite dances from the YouTube video of the guy that does Fortnite dances at like out in public spontaneously. <laughs> what are you watching on you? I'm not gonna ask. Fine, sure. I don't know I, how look, you stumbled upon I that. Just but no, because no, no, fine. You stumbled no, upon I, it. I, That's like, your it, life. It was from Reddit. I, I got it on Reddit. And there's a guy that just like spontaneously in the middle of a busy street does Fortnite dances. While people are going, what the hell is this shit? Well, you but, know, Josh, it's funny it's, you brought up Reddit because that leads perfectly into our next topic, which was a post that you found that has console prices adjusted for inflation. And yeah, this I was would just like to say this is a really shocking list, mainly because the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was just for inflation seven hundred and ninety six dollars, nineteen seventy seven. So the the price <sighs> in nineteen. Well, I mean, imagine this. The price in 1977 was $200. Right. Like, I, that's crazy that's talk. That's crazy. The other part, too, is I, I now I, need, I have to go write a letter and thank my parents because I saw the NES, which, by the way, has been officially confirmed by uh, Nintendo as being said and pronounced NES. Just letting that happen. It's wrong, but whatever. It was the Nintendo Entertainment System, NES. Right. The, the NES... Retailed for two hundred, but in today's money is four hundred and twelve dollars. Yeah, right? today's money, but th- I mean, think about it. so just but, for a second. That was what nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Okay. So nine years after the Atari twenty six hundred, nine years after, same retail price two hundred bucks. Right. And half the price, half the inflated price of the Atari. So just, I mean, this list I thought was incredibly, incredibly interesting. Yeah. Just just from a just from a holy shit, what were we spending our money on? Right. For, the Neo Geo adjusted for inflation eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at here here's I'm thinking through my history of what my parents did for, for us. Got the, the the NES, I got the Sega Genesis, I got the Nintendo sixty four. Uh oh, you went Super from Nintendo. an NES to a Genesis to a sixty four? That's I, poor. we had we had them like that's poor. No, I no, just, no. I never I've never it. owned a Sega product. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad I never did. I the never Super, owned a, The I, Super Nintendo was superior to the Genesis in every way. I never owned a PlayStation until 2006, and I bought that with my own money. I What I'm saying is I have to go thank my parents because they spent a shit ton of money on my gaming habits. And uh, now that I really understand how much money it is, uh, I, 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 I should definitely call them more and say thank you like outside the wii products well let me just let me let me provide this generalization the nintendo products are the best value adjusted for inflation yeah by far the best value like 
outside game? outside the original NES, the 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 SNES two hundred dollar price, right? Adjusted for inflation, three thirty two, right? You've right. got the GameCube and sixty four. Where's the sixty four? I missed it. it oh yeah, it, yeah. So two hundred to two eighty nine, right? GameCube two hundred to two fifty nine, right? The Wii two fifty to two eighty four, and the Wii U three hundred to three hundred because nobody liked the Wii U ever. Well, also in like you know, yeah, it's pretty two, recent, two thousand twelve, right? But also, it, it just there was never an appreciating well, value just, of just any kind. To be fair, the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One kept their original price too, and they were two thousand thirteen, the year after. So I mean, like you know, yeah, do- dollars not that bad. They haven't evolved at all. That's what's bothering me nintendo has always been the best value and will always be the best gaming systems as far as i'm concerned for fun and just you know not killing people really all right i don't know man you stomped the fuck out of some goombas just saying <laughs> yeah but they i mean they always came back there were more goombas that came they're after fine. they're, they're fine. fine all you did was stomp them they Here, just had to coalesce a little bit here's what i'll say part of going on to this 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 gaming console pricing and and kind of how it works i i i've always wanted to own an arcade cabinet right as a kid it's kind of your goal to, to to own like rampage or to to own I have one very specific game cabinet I want. Okay, what do you want? There was an arcade game of uh, X-Men that was uh, one of those double-sized arcade cabinets because you could play up to six players on it. And it was right in like 1989-ish it came out when the pilot for a new X-Men cartoon that never got off the ground was coming out. And it was awesome. And I wasted so much money on it. And I want it. And it's several thousand dollars. I've looked into it. (laughs) Well, here's the deal, Brian. Uh, Amazon, right, has has the ability to buy some gaming cabinets that have multiple games inside of it, so it's not just one game. But they're going up for a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's and, a lot of money. And Walmart now has arcade cabinets available to pre-order the same ones, like three hundred bucks for three hundred dollars. Yeah, are they the they're the same ones? They're the exact same ones that are on Amazon. But what kind are, of games am I getting for three hundred bucks? So I see just from from my quick glance here, I have one that has Rampage, uh, Gauntlet, uh, Joust. Galaga, Asteroid, Street Fighter, Centipede. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Batman's playing Galaga. <laughs> Thought we wouldn't notice. We did. So um yeah, it, the they're the arcade one up that are available for pre order right now for just three hundred dollars. And I mean, as we just went over the cost of consoles. That is less than a, a, an Xbox. That is less than a, a PS4. It's way less than a, like a, a Nintendo right now. I mean, my ideal man cave has minimum one of these. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just something that you're like, right, oh, just yeah. Just friends that friends can gather around and play a bunch of games, especially multiplayer games. Yeah, I'm, I'm not there yet. 300 bucks, not bad. Brian, buy it and put it in storage, bro. Like or, or but then it, I have to pay for in, the if, storage Brian, unit. If you could put in a blockbuster for three hundred dollars, for three hundred dollars, if you could get like Super Street Fighter and two other games, or Rampage, Gauntlet, and Joust, or Centipede, uh, the Commando game. Like, listen, I'm all for the the gaming. I just don't have the room in your palatial but estate. It's get it's getting quite tight in the palatial right, estate right now. We're gonna right come now. over. We're gonna do like a like a comic book liquidation. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yep. No, we're, we're not. Also, we're gonna also take down your shelf of DVDs. I think, wrong. I think wrong the easiest again, solution Josh. is we just sell Ben. No, no, I, I refuse. I refuse. Wait, wait. Do you know where Ben is, Brian? Are have you located? Where's Where's Ben? Where's Probably. Ben, Brian? 
He's currently watching Deep Space Nine in the other room. All right. I feel I feel fine. I feel fine. I feel fine. If if you know where Ben is, I'm okay. So listen, uh, I'm very interested. In, uh, I think someone should buy us one, right? For for our just our studio. I think someone should give us. You mean your closet? The three hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, in in the eyes of the listener or the minds of the listener, we're all in the same room together. I don't know, man. I can't fit in that closet. Not especially with all the shit you just put on the walls. You got a mask up there. I'll never enter that closet. Yeah, there you go. Moving on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is our time for our final topic of the uh, of the week. Really, I guess I can say that. It's a topic where that kind of nerd gives a topic, a product, whatever, the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. We don't have a theme song for this one either. We need theme songs. Give me your theme songs. I'm not a dancing monkey. I'm not it talking to you, Brian. You kind of are a dancing monkey when it comes to theme songs. You are. But I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to you, listener. Yes, you. Three if you're stopped songs. at the red light right now, I know you are. I would like you to think of a jingle and uh, send it our direction at nerds at that kind of nerd.com. Thank you. I appreciate it in advance. This is an interesting concept. There's a company called Little Bits, uh, which has... <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, Christian's gonna... He's gonna dine out on that for a week. Little Bits? <laughs> Little Bits. Oh, Listen, they're good. a nice company. Mm. Um, what they do is they actually make these little kits that you could put together. Uh, everything from a, a nightlight all the way down to cool robotics projects. And now they've, theme- they've themed it with Marvel. To which you can now make an Avengers hero kit, which looks like an arm of Iron Man's armor. Am I missing? Is there other ones or is that the only one? That's the only one that I've seen. But this is an interesting way to teach kids how to code, right? Because there's some coding involved on an iOS app, uh, how to fabricate some things and and put it together. Uh, It's recommended from uh, ages eight and above. So it gets people kind of, you know, involved in it. It's got light power, teaches you a whole bunch of stuff. It's extremely interesting and i uh i think it's way overpriced but uh other than that not bad really have you have you actually watched read the article or looked at the pictures yeah for what they do that's that's really cool but they're 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 (laughs) tell me why my problem with this is that they are they are marketing it as like an iron man gauntlet it doesn't look anything like an iron man gauntlet well i mean not only that but like ios already has like Swift, but that's only on iPad. And uh, uh, I don't give a shit what it's on. on. Pl- like what? What are playgrounds? Kids- playgrounds is only available on iPad. What are what are people using for for this thing? You can use an iPhone. You can use an Android device. I think oh Android. yeah, I'm. You're already. I'm already out. Like I'm. I, the moment you say you can use multiple operating systems, nope. I'm I, nope I'm wrong. I'm sorry. It is iOS only. <laughs> iOS only. Okay, you brought me back in a little bit. Um, uh, look, here's the deal. If it teaches kids to code, I'm for it. However, I think that Apple already has a great platform that is native that really explores a ton of coding options. If, if this is a a starter kit, maybe a a lead to something bigger. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, I can get on board for it. If the cost is affordable, I don't see the cost. It is $149. Oh, for what? For the whole kit. So you get the the, the, the gauntlet, right? You get the app and you get all the stickers and stuff to, to make You get it a stand that looks like the gauntlet. I want you to look at the second picture and the picture of the person actually wearing it. It looks nothing like anything that 
I would want to build. No, it looks like a thing with a thing attached to it. It, it, it looks like <laughs> hold on, Tony Stark's Be- lesser known cousin built something. It looks it like looks the like, first. It looks draft like the, the of, first. Yeah, yeah the, the, the first rough draft. draft right? right before he got to Mark One, this is what he had. Right. Yeah, I'm not okay with this. No, I'm not okay with it either. Um, 150 bucks. No way. I don't think this is as terrible. Listen, I agree the aesthetics are not pleasing, but I, I I still think the fact that it has Marvel, I think the fact that it has the Iron Man thing, the thing that it actually teaches kids to code, it's not just Swift, Josh. It's it's other languages. I think this is a great way to open the door. And the other products that Little Bits does is actually pretty in, intriguing. So it's not just like this is their only option. There's a programmable R2-D2. Yeah, I mean, there's, no, there's a lot of really cool no, stuff that you can no. build on. I get it. I get it. But... In terms of walking down the street, this is getting splashed on purpose by a Mitsubishi Eclipse who looked at you and then deliberately drove through the puddle. I don't know why I'm shocked by that. We use the same scale every single week that we do this because this segment is weekly, number one, and two, it's always the same unit of measure. This is uh, the little bits on the corner of your mouth after you talk to somebody for about tw- 10 minutes and then you realize you had that schmutz there. The conversation was fine, but you know all they did was just stare at the little bits on the side of your mouth. Mm. Um, Are you having a stroke? I am. I really little am. Little bits of confetti stuck in your uh, glitter, stuck on your hair. Like all you have to do is give something totally random. This is confetti in my ravioli. <laughs> As CJ <laughs> likes to say. Because it's terrible. That is a celebration. No, it is when not. You oh are my celebrating God, confetti in the ravioli. When you are so... celebrating a special occasion, you throw you 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 eat a ravioli and you throw confetti in the air. That is what oh you do my God, to celebrate confetti things. Confetti ravioli is so old. <laughs> exactly what you do when you want to celebrate something. Like no, celebrating not, the wonderful listeners that we have that are giving us support uh, on Patreon. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I think that I think that this topic is confetti in your ravioli, is what basically it comes down to by consensus. I don't give a shit what CJ says. I'm now on board with Brian's rating <laughs> using our standard measure. You want those not confetti in my ravioli? As a matter of fact, something that we celebrate, which by the way, you celebrate by eating a ravioli and then throwing confetti in the air, so it, it's okay. The wonderful people who support not, us on Patreon. It's never okay. Please go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Join our Patreon and not only get exclusive content, not only get swag, but you get a say in what goes on on this show. Uh, so, again, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Rewards start at just $1. So come support us. We definitely appreciate but it. But at $10, you get to... Uh have an extra episode where we go see a movie that you make us see, and Brian tries to have a very critical analysis of the movie, and CJ and Josh say, fuck off, and they do their own thing. <laughs> because it was historically bad. It's so bad. It didn't warrant a real conversation like that. Uh, and listen, uh, this is the last week, I believe, for the poll that we have up where you can tell us what movie we're going to see next. Please don't make it be the Meg. Have some some pity on us. No, if you don't like us, make us go see Mile 22. It looks terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks awful. Yeah, no, it looks, looks real bad. I just want to say thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you all next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, we'll take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see. There's many points where we can agree. Like the Martha as the plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And the Dark Strike 2 Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, cause you are that kind of nerd.
This uh this week's uh seltzer water is a uh, a, a cranberry lime. And this one actually has flavor. No one on the assembly line was yelling at this water. <laughs> they put actual flavoring into it. Oh, that's good uh, news. Not a ton. Still would not recommend the Wise. I would recommend a, a Polar. Or a, a, if, if, you're, if you're feeling extra crazy, you, you go ahead and go with a, a Dasani. No, but, uh, just never LaCroix, never LaCroix, man. LaCroix. Never LaCroix. No. LaCroix. Never LaCroix. Why not? Because LaCroix tastes like someone was in another state going... You taste like cherry and lemon. I don't know. I don't know what you like. It's still seltzer. Like it shouldn't be syrupy and and f- like. I'm not saying syrupy. It should. If 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 you breathe in, you know, like if you have some gum and then after your gum you go and you you feel the mint, uh-huh. right? But when you're really having the gum, the the mint flavor is not like overwhelming you. Your seltzer should have a thing that after I'm done with the the fluid in my mouth, there should be something there to say, you've had fluid in your mouth, and that is none of it with LaCroix. Uh, all right. I mean, I disagree, but okay. Because you go to San Francisco, and they've got LaCroix. They don't have LaCroix. They actually use the, the Safeway brand, which I like way better than LaCroix, but oh. there is no Safeway here. Right. But it's amazing, and I like well, the berry flavor. Listen to our, our new podcast, Seltzer, and we will talk all about that favorite, favorite beverage. You still talking about your seltzer? Yeah, he's still talking about seltzer. You know what I'm really talking about? Seltzer. <laughs> I'm talking about the seltzer. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, the LaCroix, I, I think it is overhyped. I like the Safeway. It's also it's a good bargain, so that's also a good choice to have there. The Wise, it's okay, but, you know. Why do you always turn into an old Jewish woman when you talk about seltzer? Because that's what I do. Because it's fun to say seltzer. You say seltzer in a Jewish woman's voice. It's hilarious. It's a lot. It rolls off the the tongue the right way. There's a monsoon happening outside. Was it really? You not hear that? No. Okay. It's loud. This is literally why I tell people this is your first episode. Go to intro. That kind of learned. Wow. Yes, go to intro that that kind of land dot com. Permission to approach the witnesses hostile. <laughs> Permission granted. I want to get. I want to go like Marissa Tomei and <laughs> like. You think I'm <laughs> hostile now? Regal wasn't even around that model. Uh, wasn't there? It's a trick question. I can't answer it. It's a trick question. No, the defense is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who knew Mike Cousin Vinny would come into our life today? I certainly did not. I know, right? 